Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In Vain Valpurgis Knot. It is the second episode of season two. Uh, a few quick announcements. Big thank you to our special guest this episode. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, she knows who she is, but uh, we'll, we'll let her have a introduction a little bit later. So special thanks to our special guest. Um, and then also thank you as always to our amazing sponsors, World Anvil and Die Hard Dice. If you would like to get 15% off your next order or your first order of Die Hard Dice, visit dieharddice.com and use the coupon code FANGANG. F-A-N-G-G-A-N-G. Lastly, really quickly before we jump into the episode, I want to give you all a heads up that something interesting and fascinating is coming this week, this Friday at noon. Nerdsmith.org, our parent network, will be starting its Descent into Avernus Twitch stream called uh, Nine Hells. You should check it out. Starts 12 p.m. PST on twitch.tv backslash wearenerdsmith. And without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Last time on In Vain. Dallas, the last thing you remember is rushing out of the hotel door in a desperate attempt to get blood. And the next thing you know, you're in a hotel room, but you're not in the hotel room that you ran out of. You're, you're looking around and you're laying on a bed there's feathers everywhere there's like foam and springs and you feel at your face and there's blood and you look around and there are there's people here there's bodies and they've been terribly mutilated it looks like by some animal the news reports continues and there's a correspondent on the scene talking about the berlin wall has fallen the iron curtain has fallen <laughs> Elsa starts jumping up and down with Peter. She's like, oh my God. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to In Vain. I am Tessa, your RPG mom. You can find me on Twitter at Selkie Dreams. You can also find me on a variety of other Nerdsmith shows like uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales and Shenanigans. And my favorite musical is too hard to pick. Um, I like lots of musicals. Tick, Tick, Boom is a favorite. That, that's a good choice. Gotta love. Gotta love that one. Um, hi, I'm Fennec, your TTRPG floof. You can find me at the Fennec Wolf on Twitter and just about everywhere else. You can also find me on the Land Above podcast and in the streaming show Mort's Devils, which is coming back this month. Woo! Yay! And my favorite musical, um, classical, I'm just gonna have to go with Sound of Music, uh, mid 60s, Sweeney Todd, and then current Be More Chill. All good choices. I, if I, breaking it down by year may have been a smarter idea. And hello, everybody. My name is Shiny Kiwi, and I am the host of Introverts Guild. Uh, you can find Introvert Guild, Introverts Guild on Twitch, um, and you can find me, Shiny Kiwi, on Twitter. And my favorite Broadway musical of all time is Phantom of the Opera. 
Hello, I am Chad. I am the storyteller of this little freak show right here. I am also the Game Master of Chaotic Goodness, also on the Nerdsmith Network. You can find me on Twitter at Chadlicious. And my favorite musical is South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. That's it. Chad wins. (laughs) I blame Canada. And tonight... Uh, for this episode, we have a special guest. A special guest, would you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Autumn, and I'm an artist and writer working with the Nurse with Network, currently on a couple of upcoming shows. And you can find me on Twitter at La Salanta Blaze. And my favorite musical is probably Into the Woods, the original Broadway version. Very good poll. Very good poll. Indeed. And she will be joining us at a appropriate moment during the story. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So we are going to start it up again the day after the Berlin Wall falls. So it is November 10th, 1989. Everybody had their own special ways of dealing with the previous night. Elsa got to celebrate. Yilva did her thing. Dallas, well, we won't talk about that. I want everyone to give me a rouse check to see if their hunger increases tonight. Two, so that's a failure. Yilva's hunger goes up to two. Six. I go up to hunger one. So, Elsa, you arise for the night. Not feeling any different. Your hunger is staying stable where it is at. Ilva, you feel that that familiar rattling in the back of your head. Your beast is letting itself be known, letting you know that you cannot ignore it forever. And Dallas, you arise and you feel that familiar sensation in the back of your head that says, oh, you're getting hungry again. Let's do it again. That was fun. Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck yourself. So it is Friday. The sun has just set. Uh, this is the first night of the week that uh, Der Hexen Lied opens. And so, Elsa, why don't you tell us what the club has planned by way of celebrating the end of the Iron Curtain? Well... I told Peter to go out and buy the little German flags, and he decorated them all over the hex and light. Uh, and she is going to perform a a. I think she, I think she'll uh, per- perform, you know, an appropriate German anthem for the club. Something that, you know, people sing often. So she's, yeah, it's going to be a really big night for her. All right. It's a big night for Germany. It's a big night for Germany. Ilva and Dallas, what did the two of you have planned tonight? Getting out of town and just trying to get away from people for a while. Ilva is hoping that Maria is nearby and easy to find because she needs to talk with her you spent the night in your sorry you spent the day in your haven correct correct i mean you wake up maria would be there so we will let's see 
let's do this democratically. I want each one of you to roll a hunger die. We will go in order of highest to lowest with who we deal with first. That's a three. Sorry, one. That's a two. Wow, so Dallas is first with a three. Three, two, one. (laughs) I was not expected at all. All right, so Dallas, why don't you tell us uh, what you do? Um, she's going to grab her backpack, shove a change of clothes in it, um, and basically, she knows that Jaeger hangs out by the river, and usually is good for a uh, hike or a um, just a quick romp through the woods to just get out of town. Um, both of them are saying kind of fuck off to this entire tithe situation. Um, she doesn't want to be any, now that her dad's not in town, she's not as worried about staking out the house. So she's just like, okay, I'm getting out of town to blow off steam and go do my own thing. Would you like to get there as fast as you can? I would like to get there as fast as I can. Very much so. You feel a new sensation within you. The the blood is calling you in a weird way that you've never felt before. Uh, it's almost like you became aware of a, a new muscle. Do you, do you flex it? Yeah, she'll tentatively flex it. All right. Give me a rouse check. Four. Your hunger increases to two. Okay. And the voice in the back of your head says, yeah, that's right. That's the stuff. As your body slowly turns into that of a raven. Oh, shit. I didn't open a window. <laughs> I'm a raven in my room. And your backpack falls to the ground. And she just starts cawing, just like in alarm, like, what? I don't know what to do. How do I fix it? Help. And so she just starts making this horrible croaking noise as cawing as a raven in her room, trying to figure out what to do. And also hear the as you are getting out and making sure that the preparations are underway, you hear loud croaking coming from Dallas's room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I exit my own room and I'm, what's, what's the, she's looking around. She walks over to Dallas's door. Dallas, uh, are you okay in there? Did you open a window? Sounds like a raven's in there. She just keeps flapping and smashing around. She's like knocking into things, trying to, like, slightly panicked. I'm gonna open the door. <laughs> Fuck all huge ravens. Just like, what the hell do I do now? Ah! Ah! Oh my god! <laughs> what the hell? Elsa doesn't know anything about Gangrel transformation, does she? Nope. As far as you know, there is a raven that got into Dallas's room with the window closed. Dallas's backpack that she never goes anywhere without is laying in the middle of the floor. What did you do to Dallas? <laughs> and I'm going to run at the raven. Dallas, if you choose, you can go back to your normal form. I, I think she'd be too panicked to at the moment. She's Oh, man. I think she's probably just be like, I don't know what's happening. She's like fl- flapping around and just panic. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, Elsa's gonna try and... I'm gonna try and catch the raven. I'm gonna try and catch her. I'm pretty sure in the confusion you managed to get the raven pinned under some bedsheets. What are you gonna do? Just hold it down. Peter! Peter, get in here! 
Peter comes running up. He's like, what, what's wrong? What's wrong, Miss Elsa? There's a raven and Dallas is missing. I need I need you to call, uh, uh, Chase, um, call Ilva. She'll know what to do. And there's like a, there's like a lump, like in the blanket. It's just kind of like going around. He's like, Peter's like, why don't I open up the window and then you let the raven out and it'll fly out. Well, it is kind of weird that it got in with the window closed. Yeah, really weird. I don't know what happens. Shit, but I don't know. Maybe we should kill it. No, no. More panicked raven. No, no, no. We, we don't kill animals in here. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Um, we're just Elva's. I'm going to like turn the the sheet into a bag, and then take it outside. <laughs> Dallas, I want you to give me a composure and animal Ken roll. Okay, um, two successes. All right, you remember that ravens are the largest songbirds. They can actually mimic human speech. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Elsa. Elsa! What? I'm gonna look around. What? What? (laughs) The raven is calling your name. What? Uh, excuse me? She's trying to think if she can mimic the word open open for the window. Open! Open! Uh, She's just gonna... I'm gonna drop the sheet in the room. Peter opens the window. Nine! I want that thing out of here. <laughs> Did that raven just say thank you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, don't worry about it, though. Uh, go, go start uh, helping out of his uh, the decorations. It'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to call Ilfa. Okay, I'm going to go have a few stiff drinks too. I, I prepare the club before that, okay? Please, Betty. Yes, Miss Elsa. And he goes and does as he's told. Danke, Vita. Um, yeah. Opens the window. Okay. Elsa's just standing in her room now, looking at the bag, and picks it up, and is looking for blood or scratch marks or anything wrong besides the holes and wear and tear that it's been through. No more blood or scratch marks than is usual. Okay. So, right. And you're going to call Yilva? Yes! Yeah, Yilva, yeah. Your phone, your sewer phone rings. But before we get to that, you had something that you wanted to ask Maria. Uh, so Yilva would look at Maria and like gesture to the little table she has there to sit. Um, please sit. I need to talk to you about something. Uh, Maria, she looks kind of like nervous all of a sudden is like, is, did, am, am I in trouble? Did I do something wrong? No, no, it is. Uh, I have favor to ask of you. Oh, a, a favor? Sure. I mean, I'm sure I owe you a few by now. What's up? I need your help. The fledglings recently get into much trouble, which makes me realize I need certain set of skills to protect fledgling. Fledgling, certain skills your clan possesses. I need to make people forget us. Oh, okay. You mean like cloud their memory? Da. Okay. Um, I don't. How how can I help you with that? Uh, my sire told me once he learned how to uh, 
change into red, he had gangrel friend. He was able to do so because he took blood from his gangrel friend. Oh, you want me to teach you how to dominate mortals? Da. Oh, well, uh, I mean, the first thing you would have to do is is drink the blood of a clan that naturally gets dominate. Da, so I need your blood, is what I am trying to say. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you wanted me to help you hold down uh, Henry while we beat the shit out of him. No, that will be later. Why? He still has more secrets. Well, yeah, that's kind of... Okay, anyway, so you're just asking me if you could drink some of my blood? Da, you do not have to say yes. Well, I mean, like I said, I think I owe you a few, and I mean, if you're just doing this to learn domination, I mean, then that sounds like a, a fun, like a Nosferatu with dominate. I mean, that sounds hilarious. Sure. All right. Uh, do you want to put it in short class? No, um, I mean... I don't want to get blood on me. Hold on. She takes off her, her big neon 80s coat and takes off her T-shirt, and she's kind of bare torsoed and says, I mean, she kind of points to her neck. And if you really want to, I mean, just go for it. I mean, all the there's no shot glasses here. If Yulva could blush right now, she would be a bright red. <laughs> but um, she just kind of... <clears throat> Right, I promise to be gentle. And hesitantly makes her way over and very gently moves aside Maria's hair and then takes a deep breath and bites. Yeah, so Maria has turned around and she's, you know, she's modestly covering up herself as she kind of lets you bite into her neck. And as you drink the blood of a kindred, it's a little bit different than drinking the blood of a mortal. You still get the, that rush of power, but it's so much more. It is heady almost. And you, you know, with mortals, you can kind of get their like memory flashes, impressions. With Maria's blood, you are getting like fear, like deep fear over the knowledge of things that she doesn't want to know. And you, you just get very brief flashes, emotional flashes, but not a whole lot that makes sense to you. As a matter of fact, it's you're almost kind of afraid of losing yourself into this. But as you drink her blood, how much blood are you taking from her? Just enough to learn the power. So I'm not sure if that's one hunger point or... Yeah, arouse a check worth of blood. Okay, so you go and you drink arouse points, arouse checks worth of blood. And as you're about to pull away, you feel Maria's hand on the back of your head as she's kind of pushing you further into her neck. And she says, please just, just take all of it. I don't want it anymore. Very carefully, she's going to pull herself away and then wrap Maria up in a hug and be like, if you still feel this way later, then I will do as you ask us, friend. But I cannot do it in good conscience right now. So she just kind of like goes limp in your arms and just you're not sure if she's crying a little and not saying much. Yova would just continue to hug her until she stops crying, just to let her know that she's not alone. Okay. 
And after the moment passes, she's, you know, she's uh, feeling very sad, but she is helping you. She says, okay, so now that you've tasted of my blood, you have to taste the, you have to drink from a mortal uh, with a phlegmatic residence, somebody who is, uh, you know, very subservient or very dominant, a really strong personality or very weak personality, no middle ground. Uh, I understand. I know exactly who that will be. Easy access to. Okay. And when you do, when you drink their blood, you have to will my blood and their blood to change your blood to do what you want it to do. Duh. Will blood to do what I want to do. Understood. The, The blood listens sometimes. Understandable. Thank you for helping me, Maria. And she'll give her like a little peck on the cheek. Okay. She nods and covers herself up. And then the phone rings. That is probably Dallas. I'm hoping she is all right. Dallas, da? Uh, hello, Elva. Good night. Da. You do not need to shout in phone, Elsa. Hello. I know it's it's a party of the century, but uh, speaking of n- not that, um, if we have a problem, Dallas is missing. What do you mean you're not is missing? Well, uh, so I woke up and uh, I heard like bird screeching in her room, and then I went in there, and all of a sudden there was a giant raven just flapping around in her bedroom, and I caught it. And Peter opens a window, and it flew out. <sighs> All right, I will come over. Just uh, stay calm and do not uh, do not lose shit, as Americans say. Da, oh, da. Oh, rude. Anyway, Yelva would shrug and be like, "Well, this sir kills two birds with one stone," and go to the club. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, Ilva, you head on down to the club, and you, well, the club doesn't officially open till eleven p.m. It's you still have a few hours before that, so and you are welcome to go in. So you just make your way there. You step into the club. I'm, I'm sure that you guys have figured out like a little back way that you can go in when you are obfuscated. Kitchen door just permanently propped open, but yeah, she would sneak in and before. Uh, looking before going to talk to Elsa. Is Peter anywhere near your back room? Well, I mean, he is setting up for the party, so he is kind of getting supplies. He's making sure the bar is stocked. He's making sure that the kitchen is working. So, I mean, yeah, there'd be times when he goes into the storeroom alone. So on one of those moments, he goes in the storeroom alone. She's going to, like sneak in there and then obfuscate and kick the door shut and then she's going to bite him. Okay, so you're just going to take him by surprise? Pretty much. Give me a strength and brawl roll. One success. Well, one success is all you need because Peter was not expecting this. So you grab him, uh, you said from the front? Um, From behind and just kind of go... <laughs> You grab him from behind, you pin his arms to his side, and then you bite into his neck, and he 
it's taken by surprise. So he's gasping, and then all of a sudden, the effects of the kiss take over him. How much blood are you taking from Peter? How, how much hunger are you slaking? She would, let's see if she, she'd be at hunger one since she got the thing from Maria. So probably just enough to get his specific resonance, but not enough to like fully slate her hunger. So you 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 would get like a rouse worth of blood, but it does nothing for you because you're not killing him. So you do so. Are you willing the blood to change you? Yes. All right. So you spend the the appropriate amount of experience points, and now you have the first level of dominate, cloud memory. Correct. Correct. So. And to test it out, she'll let Peter turn around and be like, you'll forget this happened. So you turn him around and he sees you and he's like, oh, my God, what the hell? Oh, my God, you bit me. And then you say, say, forget this. Yeah, you say, forget this ever happened. And then he just he stops and he kind of calms down a bit. And he gets this dazed look on his face and he's kind of looking around kind of like that look. It's like, why did I step in here? And then he turns, he sees you, he's like, oh, oh, Ilva, hey. Well, Hello. What, Can you show you... me where Elsa is? I hear we have problem. I think she's, she's upstairs overseeing stuff. Um, yeah. And he just, he still looks very confused right now. She pats him on the cheek, good boy, and walks out. Did, did you lick the wound? she would have she's not that messy she's gonna cover her tracks on this one okay so peter's just thoroughly confused right now and you go upstairs to talk to elsa elsa hello knock 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 she swings open the door we have a problem da you are shouting Uh, maybe you need to guess what's the times old lady (laughs) We are here to celebrate tonight. So I am so excited. But yeah, and then she she hands Ilva Dallas's bag. It's full. So did not did not take her back. She could be going for a stroll. Uh, nine. I I don't think so. I th- I think it's more of a problem. If she was going, she. She wouldn't have packed her bag if she was just going for a stroll. Why do you think she disappeared? What led up to all this? Tell me important details. Well, uh, you know, just the fact that she killed two people the other night, maybe. I don't know. I am aware of that. I meant what went on in the room before you called me that made you think Dallas has disappeared? Um... Well, I uh, turned back to the room. Well, it was just this was just a giant raven in here. It it just started flapping its wings and cawing and shit like that. And you know, I I trapped it with the sheet. And Peter opens the window, and now it's gone. And I don't know where Dallas is. You said window was closed. Yeah, it was closed. Did bird do anything strange? It it talked. And I didn't know if it was talking. 
does Yilva know enough with her, how old she is that some vampires do change into, oh yeah, because she knows her sire did it. So, right, that was Dallas. That? <sighs> Remind me to, you know, annoy your sire to death once I find him. Oh, please do. Dallas was bird. You let Dallas out window. Oh, that makes so much sense. See, this is why I call you. You're so smart. You you can see Yova's just resisting the urge to face Palm and muttering in her under her breath in Russian. This is fledgling. This is fledgling. Motkil fledgling. This is fledgling. Dallas is a literal fledgling at the moment. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, that just. <laughs> I'm a burb! I'm a burb! <laughs> oh my god. This picture of whacking up against the screen door. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock called. He wants Dallas back. I was just. I realized that, that Jaeger can't do this. I'm gonna go rub it in his face. Ha ha ha! That's basically what her thought was. I will say this is definitely not the dignified way I had planned this to go. It's us, Chad. We do nothing dignified. We don't do anything dignified. So Yolva would just be like, is there anything else you need? Or may I go? Uh, uh, nine, thank you for coming, but what? What do I do when she gets back? I mean, is she going to come back? I'm really worried about her. And Leave the window open. I will go look for Dinot. I will check outside town. She seems to like uh, the place with the tree. How do you say in German? Trees? Ground? Mountains? The Odenwald? Da! The Odenwald. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'll stay here, I guess. I have a club to run. Um... But tell her, tell her to come back if she wants to. I, yeah. I will let her know to come back. And like I said, leave window open in case she decides to fly in on her own. Now, Dasvidonia, enjoy your little huskow. Happy to send. Okay. And while this is going on, Peter comes upstairs and says, Hey, uh, Miss Elsa, there's somebody here to see you. Oh, who is it? I don't know. Um, I've never seen this guy before, but he says he has a a message for you and only for you. And he's just kind of standing there looking all weird until he talks to you. I'm going to walk out to the top of the stairs. You see, there's a gentleman looks like somebody who had just gotten off of work. He's sitting at the bar and he's sitting completely straight backed and just looking straight ahead like at nothing and he's just completely still gonna go downstairs hello can i help you he turns his head sharply looks at you and says are you elsa krueger yeah who wants to know he takes a deep breath and it sounds like he's he's repeating something uh like his inflection has changed and he says elsa 
your your coterie has been invited to a celebration of the falling of the Berlin Wall tomorrow night at Schloss Heidelberg. Uh, the uh, Lena's putting it on, and it seems like her sire is also providing a lot of the entertainment as well. And all of you are invited. Please spread the word. And he stops, and he looks around, sees that you're pretty much alone. And he looks at you again and says, Elsa, this is Leon. I know we haven't talked in a while, and I would really like it if you would come. And then the man just kind of, he lets out a big sigh, and then he just looks confused. And he's looking around, and he looks at his watch. He says, how how did I end up in here? Maybe you felt like it? Do you want a drink? Uh, yeah, just, uh, water, please, I guess. Um, I'll give him water. I need to get home. He starts drinking the water. Uh, I'm really sorry to disturb you, miss. I'm just going to see myself out. Thanks for the water. Uh, you're welcome. I'm free to send. And she waves him goodbye. Hmm. All right, he finishes the glass and then walks out. Peter Let's him out, closes the door behind him. I I love this night. It's going so well. All right, back to Dallas. Dallas, you are flying through the air. Oh my god, you are flying. The uh now that she's out in the air, it, it's gotten uh it's turned from uh a little bit of panic into this is the best thing ever. She's beyond excited to be in the air. She's like, oh, there's no people up here. This is fantastic. It's quiet. It's gorgeous. I can feel the wind. This is everything I've wanted. So she's just delightedly soaring. Making her way towards where Jaeger hangs out because she cannot wait to show him. Okay, you do, and yeah, Jaeger's usually where he's at, just kind of sitting by the river. Looks like he's just like sitting there, just throwing stones in there. Listening to his Walkman. She'll land across from him. Okay, so you just land by him. He just sees you, you're a raven. Doesn't barely even register as he kind of goes back to kind of jamming on his Walkman. And she's like, okay, so how do I undo this now? I don't suppose you have any ideas. She's kind of like almost addressing the beast like, all right, so how do we undo this? The beast is quiet. Of course, you don't have any smart ideas when we're trying to get out of the situation. It was almost like flexing a new muscle. So maybe if you unflex... She'll try that. You return to your Dallas form. And Jaeger just kind of like, he sees that. He kind of backs up a little bit and falls off the fence post he was sitting on. He's like, Ooh, you okay? Fucking Christ, woman. Are you all right? He stands up and he takes the headphones off his head. He goes, you scared the... So, that's new. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Very new. Very, very new. And so, and so you just thought you'd share that with me? Well, I was going to come out and see you anyway, and it just seemed like it'd be a faster way to 
get to you. Well, it makes sense. See, he kind of gets up, he dusts himself off, he comes over to you, gives you a, uh, a kiss and greeting. And she happily returns. It's like, all right, so what's up? Not much, just he needed to get out of the city before I went crazy with the amount of people. Elsa's planning a big celebration with the wall falling and everything tonight at the club, and I just, I didn't want to, didn't want to deal with that many people. All right, then. You want to go for a run? Yeah, a run sounds good. Yeah, okay, not, not like a fly or anything like that? No, I still like my feet on the ground. All right. And he says, try to keep up, and he takes off. Rude. <laughs> she takes off after him. Okay, quick question. Are you planning on doing any hunting while you're out here? Yes. All right, so I want you to give me a composure in Animal Can Roll to find a decent supply of blood here. Three successes. Okay, and you had a hunger of two, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. With animals, you don't really have to find a whole lot. You find a, a small deer or something, and you easily slake that hunger. Your beast kind of groans kind of, you know, discontentedly because... It knows you could do so much better. Deal with it. And let's see. So are you planning on staying out the whole night or just running off doing your thing and then coming back as the she'll probably come is? back? She's just checking on him and she'll probably talk with him a little bit about the tithe and and how she still thinks it's bullshit. And she's just, you know, has Max been making any trouble for you? Well, I've been refusing to give anything to the tithe, and I know I know it's a matter of time. I haven't seen them at all, but I'm kind of staying out here. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't given anything either. I don't know if my coterie is covering for me or not, but well, I don't know. Maybe you should ask them. But I've been staying out here. Nobody comes out here because things are getting a little weird out here. What do you mean? I don't know. It's just sometimes there's like weird noises, not like the normal Odenwald noises or I don't know. It just the forest feels different. I, I just I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, oh, that's right. I wanted to tell you. So tomorrow night, Joe's putting on a party at Heidi's to celebrate the fall of the Berlin Wall. Are you in? Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm in. Totally. Great. Anarchs only. You got it. All right. Great. So I'll see you there then. Mm-hmm. You definitely will see me there. All right. So I guess you need to get back. So he gives you a, he says goodbye. Be safe. You know, if you need to, you're always welcome to crash the club. Oh, well, I'll keep that in mind. But you don't have to worry about me being safe out here. So you can turn to a bird and fly. I can sleep in the earth. So I guess it kind of balances out. That's a cool trick. It is. All right. Well, see you, sweet cheeks. Bye, sweetie. I'll see you later. All right. And if you're, are you going to turn back into bird form? Yeah, she'll turn back into a bird. All right. Give me another rouse check. <laughs> Five. <laughs> So much for that hunger I slice. <laughs> you're 
you're back up to two hunger and the beast is like oh wow this feels like an elevator it's great uh. you know ravens can still drink blood hmm maybe I'll catch a mouse on the way home ew your idea and she'll take off <laughs> you fly back to the club Mm-hmm. Into the open window. Okay, well, we'll get there. So you're flying over the city. It's dark, obviously. It's been, you've been out with Jaeger a couple hours. Uh, you're getting right to where the club is about to open. You see the line is forming, like a pretty big line is actually forming. But the club hasn't opened yet. And as you're sailing over the club, you see two people on the roof and you've never seen these people before are you going to go back into your room or are you going to investigate oh she's investigating that who the fuck is on my roof how are you going to investigate you are in raven form are you just going to perch near them see what's going on um she's gonna do a wide circle and then is there anywhere on the roof that she could perch unseen I mean, there's power cables going over the building. There's antennas. There's Peter's satellite for the TV. I mean, there's lots of places to perch. Birds sit on shit all the time. That's what she'll do. She'll like, she'll go and she'll sit on the the satellite for the TV and try and listen. All right. And so you see these two people. One of them is a man. Looks a little older, kind of close to middle age. Has a beard, a little bit of gray in it. Has a, a strip of cloth over one of his eyes. Not like a not like a traditional eye patch, but just like a cloth he's tied there. And it looks like there's been there's three long scars going from the bridge of his nose to the side of his head where no hair grows over the scars and he's wearing boots jeans with lots of pockets on it like a vest bare-chested which is kind of interesting because it's pretty cold out uh he's very swarthy very hairy chested guy and he's looking over at the woman next to him and she's kind of she's looking around like in a, a daze somewhat, and he says, soothe the spirits, can we hurry? Autumn, describe yourself. You see a toned woman with long, blonde braided hair and a fairly muscular build, you know. Runes carved into her arms that you can just barely see on the forearms because she's just in uh, black tank top and dark dark pants cargo pants, combat boots and a red flannel shirt she looks mildly annoyed right and as you are on this rooftop kind of sensing what's going on around you the sensation that you're getting is the same as other parts of the city that you and your packmate have already investigated it's something is going on in this particular area that is repelling the spirits and that can lead to all sorts of trouble especially if spirits aren't allowed to be in a city Nature spirits need to be in nature. City spirits need to be in the city. When the spiritual balance of a city kind of gets out of whack, it can lead to all sorts of things, and it can invite the corruption of the worm. So this is kind of a serious concern of yours. And your packmate, Ancestor's Honor, asks you again, 
says, can we go now? This this place feels weird. It's creeping me out. This feels wrong. Nothing, nothing is in the right place. I don't like this, but there's something here. Yeah, we're standing on a golf club. I don't mean that, fool. Well, what can we do about it? What's... You said that this was a this place felt just like the other places that we saw. So what does that mean? Everything feels the, the things are in the wrong place. There's there is no order. It feels like chaos in this. Uh, they don't speak properly. Everything is wrong. Should we step sideways, go into the Umbra? Possibly. Is uh, I can't understand it from here. We have to do something. Okay, and they converse like this. Uh, Dallas, what's going through your mind right now? What the fuck are they talking about? I mean, when she mentions the spirits being strange, she kind of goes, okay, well, that's probably because of the wards. But she's not sure, like, does she... She doesn't know them. She doesn't want to stop and explain that to people she doesn't know. Right. So, what are you? Well, are you sizing them up? What are you trying to figure? Yeah, she's out? kind of sizing them up, trying to figure out what the heck they are, because she's she's gonna guess that they're not, um, you know, uh, not mortal or not human. But she doesn't know if they're kindred or what. Um, well, they they do carry themselves like predators, like you no, humans. Immortals in general typically don't compose themselves like these two. I mean, humans are prey. I mean, just straight up weak. But these, they look like, I mean, they, if you didn't know better, you'd probably say that they were gangrel and probably old gangrel at that. Okay. Um, can she use a uh, sense the beast then? Yes, you can. All right, sense the beast. It's free, no rouse check. You roll your resolve plus animalism versus their composure plus subterfuge. And Autumn, I'll roll for you then. Um, that is one success. Would you like to spend willpower? Yeah, I'd like to spend some willpower because what the shit. So you take a super, uh, you take a superficial damage level of willpower, and you can re-roll three normal dice. Okay. Just gonna grab them out of my bowl here. And that is another two successes. So three total? Yes. Alright. So you look at them, and what you get, you're... It's more like your beasts are communicating, and you get... You don't get any, like, imminent sense of violence or harm from these people, but they're definitely ready and on edge. And their beasts inside of them, it's not natural. It's not normal. It's not human. This is definitely a supernatural beast, but it is not kindred. You're pretty certain from what you've been told and what your sire is telling you that you are looking at two lupines. Oh. And what, uh, what has he told me about lupines? Stay the fuck away from them. All right. He's actually, uh, what he has told you is that they usually stick to the forest. They don't 
typically like coming into the cities. They, it's very uncomfortable for them because they're more closer to their bestial nature. Uh, he did tell you like some of the signs to look for in the woods because they do like to mark their territory. They're extremely territorial. And the fact that they're in the city looking for something is very strange. Uh, if you come across one, kind of you know, give you some advice when either you either you out with them or you get away from them. Okay, so she's gonna she's just gonna stay where she is then and just watch get all the information that she can. She doesn't want to engage. But she also wants to figure out what the hell they're doing. And the older man looks over at the woman and, and says, so if you think everything is so feeling strange and everything, should we get the rest of the pack? No, we can do this. We don't need them. I've got this. Okay, what should we do? What do we need to do? I don't think we need to go to quite that extreme a measure just yet. Just hold on. Aggravated raven floof. Man, I've been itching for a fight since we left the Sept. Who hasn't been? He's kind of looking around a little bit, and he's like, oh, jeez, and I just hope the last thing we need is to run into a few leeches, too. He starts sniffing at the air. I imagine, like, Ravenhead just going, <laughs> the, the fuck is that? Yeah, she's watching and listening. Um, do I have, I have visual on faces, or do I, can I see, or how close am I? Uh, you're, I mean, you're close enough to, well, I mean, you're a raven, so your eyesight's not that great, but you do see in the dark, so you can get a little bit closer if you needed to. I mean, the faces aren't exactly clear. Yeah, I think she's going to try and get a little tiny bit closer because she wants to be able to identify these people outside of raven form as well, so she wants to make sure that she's got a good look at them. Okay, give me a dexterity and stealth roll. God, okay. Please bless her with the stealth of an Osiratu, oh lord. That is three successes. Talos and Jaffe cometh. If we keep invoking his name, we're going to have to pay his fee. Silent as night and as fast as death, you get closer. And you perch at a spot where you can get a clear view of both of their faces without them noticing. Excellent. And I'm going to settle in and listen and watch more. Because I want to be able to give full reports to Elsa and Yilva when I get inside. And I don't really trust these people on my roof, and I don't really want to take my eyes off of them while they're on my roof. Back to the, the couple here. So I think we should, well, see what, what it looks like on the other side. Agreed. Let's go. I mean, be ready for anything. I mean, if it's, this just feels off. And when something feels off, you know it's not, the, it's not too far behind. Actually, wait. Can you sense any taint around here? I will check. And I do that. Use your gift of sense worm. And it's the, the rooftop here. Uh, you, you get like a strong sensation. Like whatever has happened here. I mean, you can ease, you can figure out because your experience as a shaman of your pack, this is definitely some kind of magic at work and it is completely tainted by the worm. Whatever magic was used is, is dark, unnatural magic, but it's only this rooftop. You're not getting the sense of any other corruption anywhere else. 
Ach, tuterlich, tuterlich, this. Ach, I smell leeches. There's something wrong. This, the worm, something. It's just this building, though. What is it with this building? Wait, did you say that you think this is leech magic? It smells of the worm. Oh, great. That's just what we need. A bunch of fucking leech wizards. They're probably in the building. What do you want to do? You want them to go in? He looks over the side and he sees the crowd gathering. It's like, well, it looks like there's a whole bunch of humans down there. They're starting some sort of big party. Yeah, it's a bit busy at the moment. I mean, if there's leeches in there, we got to take care of it. Without casualties in the human population, if possible, please. They're just humans. All right, fine, fine. We'll do it your way. You want to step sideways? Let's step sideways. All right. And he looks down at a, a puddle of water on the roof, and he just dematerializes, vanishes completely. <laughs> I don't actually do that, but she's just like, what the fuck just happened? And she follows. And the woman does the same. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> to the window as fast as she can go. Right, so you fly into your window and you you stay in Raven form or you go back to Dallas form? She goes back to Dallas form and is like just booking it down the stairs because she noticed they haven't opened yet so she's like door open skidding down the stairs. Elsa, 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 we have a... Elsa, you are making sure that the last preparations are being done. You're, you're dressed beautifully. Tell us a little bit about your outfit for this evening for this very important event. It is covered head to toe in beautiful black jewels. Um, probably fake. Uh, she doesn't care. It's beautiful. And it's like one of her, her entire arm is covered in the dress while the other side is sloped and cut and there's just a tiny little lace on the other hand, uh, lace glove on the other hand. Um, she, of course, keeping up with the goth fashion scene, she has the entirely new Vogue goth look on. And her hair is spiked completely up in a mohawk. She shaved both sides. Um and it's almost like a platinum blonde. She dyed it platinum blonde. And uh, there's just a goddess, triple goddess symbol on her forehead. Um, and the there's a V slope in the on her back, completely showing it off. And um, there's just a Germany ribbon uh, brooch on her on her chest. So. And she's wearing platform boots. And that's how she's going to treat, uh, announce herself to everybody. And just so I know, uh, Yulva, where are you and what are you doing? Um, Yulva, at this time, if she couldn't find Dallas, came back to the club and would probably go up to Elsa. I looked all over, no finding Yenot, but knowing her, she's probably testing uh, new appendages. Enjoying a flight of fancy, I think Americans say. And at this point, the door to Dallas's room busts open. She comes running out and slides down the banister, screaming, Elsa, Elsa. Oh, oh, da- 
Alice says you are. <laughs> you not. We have a problem. But why? We know that you turned into bird. We know this. No, that's not. No, that's not a problem. That's awesome. No, but we really do have a problem. What is it? That- two people. <laughs> two people on the roof talking about worms and taints and and spirits and and bad stuff talking about leeches and leech wizards and burning the club down because magic smells wrong i think they're lupines and wait wait lupines yeah yeah, two of them and they just like disappeared out of nowhere i was watching them because i look like a raven and it's hella cool and oh my god it was so awesome because i flew and yes but crazy people on the roof Crazy people that want to kill us. This is not good. Because yes. they were saying something about the s- spirits being bad um, and like the magic or whatever it is is not natural. And I'm thinking they're talking about the wards that are keeping the spirits away and how that's like a worm something or other. And I don't know what that means, but it's it sounds like the, they were talking about getting the rest of their pack. But then the woman said no. So I think it's just the two of them. But then they just like disappeared completely. Kind of like you disappear, but only like different and they were talking about maybe coming in and they could smell taint and I, I, yeah, it's not good. No, that is as you and Miller can say fuck it sideways. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What are we going to do? Why do they want to burn down our, our club? I, do you know how I look right now? I can't afford this. This it costs is- a fortune. It is Tremere magic. They don't like Tremere magic. So maybe if we tell them where to find other word schemes, they leave us alone. Da? Maybe. All I know is that my sire said not to associate with Lupines. Uh, either you had to outwit them or leave them the fuck alone. That's all I know. Da, because they eat us. What? Wait, wait. What are Lupines? I have no idea. They are, uh, what is the word for it? Man, wolf, man who turn into wolf, but not like how stories werewolf. you. Da! You're talking about a werewolf? Da, there, werewolf. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, literally, you don't fuck with me right now, Ilva. I can't afford it. Why would I be fucking with you? Are you serious? Die! What? You think we only things that go bump in the night and bite people? No. Lupine go bump in the night and bite people. Spirits go in the night and bump bite people. Mummies bump in the night and bite people. There's more than us. Mummies don't exist. You have a just hard side eye. Okay, so what do we do about this? We're about to open any seconds now. We tell them, unfortunately, that there is power problem in club and to come back later time. And we lock the doors and we wait for them to go away. And at this point, Peter opens up the doors and says, Welcome to Der Hexenlide! Obfuscate! Give me a a rouse check there, Yilva. That's a one, so she goes up to two again. All right, but you run somewhere where nobody will see you and you vanish from the mind's eye. Okay, um... Elsa, I did get a good look at their faces, so if they come in, I'll let you know. Come up with some sort of, like, code word or something. Danke, what is the code word? Werewolf house. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll howl like a wolf or something. That's good. Like, ow, 
like cool, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That's not very subtle. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Nobody cares. Uh, but I'm going to go to greet people. Um, do you want to be a bodyguard tonight, or do you want to be in your room? I'm. You can take the night off. You know, it's fine. You know, I don't mind. And she hugs her. She hugs her. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I'll probably just, um, I don't know if I'm going to buy bouncer. Bouncer? Bouncer tonight? Because then I can look at everybody and, get, and know if they come in. Um, uh, I'm going to change it. I'll be back in five minutes. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. Ooh, also, big party tomorrow night. Heidi's. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll be there. It's, uh, it's, you know, for the uh, the movement only. If you get my drift. Yeah, I'll right. talk to you okay. later. Yeah, yeah, talk to you later. Hello! She's going up to everybody, greeting them. All right, and you are the queen of the scene, and the party gets started with the music, and you actually manage to hire a band to help, a live goth band. It's one of those German cover bands, you know, whatever. Live goth band? That sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> the band is called The Living Dead, so. Oh, well, there you go. Right. And Dallas is going to get changed. Uh, soothes the spirits and ancestors honor. You're in the Umbra on the roof, and it's just sterile. It is stagnant here. The spiritual landscape looks almost dead like this particular area like this whole building wide is just spiritually empty this is very bad this is the only one that we've seen so far that was on a building maybe we should go inside and just check it out i think so just don't try to kill everyone please at least let us look around I have a little more self-control than that, but if anybody wants to put eyeliner on me, I am I'm just full-on going glabro and ripping somebody's head off. Just letting you know. But you'd look so lovely. You know, wearing makeup wouldn't hurt you once in a while. Just saying. Oh, shut up. And she zaps back out. All right, so you, you find a alley somewhere where you can step back into the physical realm, back to Gaia, and... Yeah, you get in line. Or do you go in the back way? Is it a long line? If it's oh, a long yes. line back it's way. It's a very long line. It looks like there's a bouncer, uh, some kind of gothic punk, kind of confused about her look, kind of bouncer right there. And yeah, ancestor, uh, honor, you call him honor for short, just says, let's just go in the back way. Come on. Agreed. This, we don't need it. Yeah, and you go into the back. It looks like uh, where the kitchen outlet is. It's locked, but uh, Ancestor's Honor, he puts his hand up to the door. It glows slightly, and the door unlocks, and he opens it up and walks in. Show off. Hey, some spirits like me more than they like you. Just saying. That would be impossible. Hey, that reminds me of a story. I'll tell you later. Oh, great. Here we go again. And she follows in and closes the door back. Close the door. Lock it behind you. You're in the, the kitchen area. It's like where the, the prep area is, so it's not 
really used right now. It looks like this party has been more catered than anything, so all the food is out there already. Like, nice buffet line of various foods and such. And there's noise of humans coming in. There's the gothy music playing. There's you know, drinking, eating going on. How do you want to investigate this? What happens if they use since we're just kind of kind of try to mingle a little bit in the area and keep a lookout to see if they can figure out where it's coming from? Use of that, you would actually be able to pinpoint sources of corruption. Like you would be speaking to somebody, you could do sense worm and tell if they're worm tainted or not, or you can step into a room, sense worm. I sense worm, and you as you walk around, you get like the getting hotter, getting colder feeling. She'd do that. All righty. I'm so glad I've got a humidity of eight. <laughs> Yelva might be clenching her butt right now. <laughs> All right, and I will make a few rolls for you. Okay, so as you're you're looking around in this the first floor area right here, you're not getting a strong, like not really much of a tainted sense other than what's on the roof. Yulva, where are you? Yulva would try to be escaping out of the kitchen. Oh, were you in the kitchen? Yes. Okay, well, we'll just back up a little bit here. So, Ilva, you you are oh, no. you obfuscate and you back up into the kitchen, and you, if you were still breathing, you'd breathe a sigh of relief that you weren't seen, and then you hear the door behind you open on those you know squeaky hinges, and then two very muscular, very scarred up, and very blonde-looking people come into the kitchen they close the door the woman locks the door behind her and they are talking weird crazy stuff she's gonna start to slowly back out of the room not dropping off you skate just slowly inching her way out and soothes the spirits suddenly senses worm taint it's not strong it's very faint but it's like it 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 got strong momentarily and now it's fading Something, something in here is, I smell, uh, I smell warm taint. This, it was closer for a moment. All right, your pack mate starts sniffing the air more. And he, he tells you to stay back and he steps out in the kitchen. He's smelling more. He's like, are you sure? All I smell is human. It was Blutigal. It's in here somewhere. I don't know where, but I smell it since the roof. Okay, great. So, I'm going to head out there. I'm going to mingle. I'll try to blend in with the crowd. He looks at, the, looks at them with their black and makeup and feathered hair and everything. Says, I'll do my best. Right, I'm sure you'll be very good at that. Now, if you need to find me, I'll be by the sausage table. I don't need you. You say that now. Wait until something that isn't a spirit tries to fly up your... And he steps out. Uh, Ilva, you are backing up quickly out of the kitchen, and the man starts stepping out uh, behind you and then 
he's looking around. He doesn't see you, and he doesn't know, but you see he's smelling the air a lot. He's smelling, and he gets a little closer to you, and he stops. He goes, that sewer? Oh, man. The bathroom's supposed to be backed up, and he walks over towards the food table. Let's out the tiniest of tiny exhales. She's going to look at Sue's spirits, make sure that she's not starting to move closer to her, and just very slowly keep inching towards the door to get out, or waiting until oh, she interacts with the door that breaks off his gate. So honestly, in her panic, she went and think about it, and then she placed her hand on the door and blink and start cursing in ger- or in Russian. Okay, like, you mean like this would drop the obfuscate, or...? Like, she's going to push it open, and because she's interacting with an object, it... Yeah. Okay. Uh... So you haven't interacted yet, so obfuscate's still up, but you slow, you softly curse in German. And let me make a roll here. Uh, soothes the spirits. You hear very soft German swearing. Coming from the door. She'd look around and get closer, probably. And the woman sounds like she heard you, and she's coming closer to investigate. The taint is getting stronger as you approach the door. Okay, so it's just basically the doorway and she just mutters, shit, pulls her hoodie up and breaks off his skate and goes out into the crowd, keeping her hoodie up to like, and keeping her head down so no one can see her. With an exclamation of Shisa, the door flies open, a form just appears right in front of you with its hood up and it just goes to get try to get lost in the crowd. And she'd follow. Pretty suspicious. You want to eat me? All right, Ilva, you're, are you trying to get lost in the crowd? She's trying to, like, get lost in the crowd and, like, get into a back room and bar the door to hide. <laughs> okay. So I want you, then, to give me... A, oh lord, let's see, you're you're trying to be quick about it, so give me a wits and stealth roll. And your pursuer would have to roll let's see, your well, wits and awareness to try to track you through the crowd. So just to make things fair, uh, soothe the spirits if you could roll five dice for me. Uh, fives don't count as successes, correct? It's six and up, right? Yes, that is correct. So two successes. All right. All right. And what did our special guest roll? Okay. Your pursuer got two successes as well. So let me see. So uh, let's see. Soothes. You managed to track this thing through the crowd. Yulva, you find a, like a, I don't know, an unused room, the utility closet. And as the, the crowd is distracted, you kind of get in there and soothe the spirits. It just walked into the utility closet. If she has the, uh, if she can still search for the taint as she gets closer, she would be doing that because obviously this person's up to something. Right. And yeah, you do still, 
sense the taint. This is still the same scene. And while this is going on, so Dallas, you are, hey, you're checking in people at the door. You're not seeing their faces. Maybe they've moved on. Things are might be an okay night. Elsa, what are you doing? Do I see this? I will let you make a composure and awareness roll to see if you notice anything out of the ordinary. Two successes. You do find it odd that in your goth club, having a goth celebration, listening to goth music, you see a tall woman wearing red flannel and a black tank top under it, sniffing around your utility closet. It's a little weird. I'm going to break off from the people I'm talking to. Hey, you're not allowed in here. How'd you get in? Through the door like everyone else. I wasn't aware there was a dress code. Is if you had gone through the door, my bouncer would have told me. So, I'm going to ask you one more time. What is your name and how did you get in here? Any any day now, sweetie. Hey, D- Dallas, you hear Elsa, like, caterwauling at somebody. Peter, swap. And she'll, um... She'll go investigate. You see, Elsa is standing by the supply closet speaking to somebody you just saw moments ago. Oh. Elsa, is everything okay? Nine. Oh, ma'am, I don't remember seeing you come through the door. You didn't get her name? No. I did not. Uh, this is a restricted area, part of the club. I'm sorry you can't be back here. If you'd like to come in, you will have to go back out and wait in line like everybody else. Uh, real quick, quick uh, point of order here. Soothe the spirit. You, uh, these two people that you're talking to, no, no smell of warm taint at all on them. Ah, my apologies. This... I was following my friend in here, and I seem to have lost him. He does not always come in through uh, the correct door, and I was looking for where he went. I understand. Here, I will escort you to uh, the public area. Perhaps we can find him together. Yeah, Bitty, please leave. Lovely outfit, by the way. Danke. Yeah, Dallas, as you mentioned the public area and you're ready to escort her out, you, you see her partner there. He's... That's a lot of sausages he's eating. She'll, uh, she'll uh, walk over. Um, excuse me. The man, he turns and he, like, chews real quickly and he, he washes his mouth full with, like, a big moss full of beer. And he's like, uh, Yeah. Is free food, right? Buffet, huh? Yes, but I don't recall you coming through the correct door. If you would like to come in, I will have to ask you to get back in line with everyone else so you can be checked properly. So you, uh, this is your place? Yes. He leans in a little bit and he starts sniffing. Is Elsa with her? If you wanted to be there, yeah. Yeah, I'm making sure that she has a fucking building. As Ilva is slowly opening up the supply closet and peeking out. 
she's re-put on obfuscate at this point and is going to attempt to sneak back out of the kitchen away from these werewolves because oh, that took years off of her on life and she just needs out. <laughs> Alright, so he, he's sniffing the air in front of you. Sue the spirits just rolls her eyes at it. Actually, he sniffs a couple of times and then his eyes go wide and he grabs your wrist, Dallas, and says, it's a leech. I'm sorry? He looks at uh, the woman behind you, Sue's the spirits, and says, she's a leech. She's one of them. She look, he looks at you and he pulls you in a little bit closer. He's like, we're going to take care of this bloodsucker. And he's growling slightly. I don't smell the worm. I'm going to grab his wrist. I'm going to grab his wrist. That is no way to talk to a lady. I'm going to have to ask you to leave with your partner immediately. He's pulling away from you. He's very strong. And Sue's the spirit. You said something? They don't smell. They don't have the worm. That's impossible. She's a leech. They're all of the worm. They don't have it. I know. I looked. I'm not entirely sure what you're referring to, but I will ask you to unhand me, please. He's looking at you, Soothes, to see what his next step should be. I was going to say, point of order, if Yulva saw Dallas being grabbed because it would, on her way out, stealthily drop Obfuscate and come up behind Suze with her pistol in her hand, in her pocket of her sweatshirt, just lightly place it on her back. Do not hurt my comrades. Let her go. And I don't hurt your friend. Da? That's the one that smells like the worm. Leeches. That one. They have nothing to do with what you are looking at. So, uh, Ancestor's Honor looks looks you looks at you again. Sues the spirit. You meet eyes. He slowly lets go of Dallas, and he says, "Well, I guess we're being asked to leave. Maybe we should go meet up with some friends." Agreed. And he raises up both of his hands and he starts walking towards the door without raising much of a fuss. She pauses for a moment, kind of glances back behind her, even though she can't see them, and says, Durist Valsh, you smell terrible, and then follows him out. You smell like wet dog, she shoots back. Would be an improvement on you. That's Vidanya. Dallas is going to wait just a second and and uh, kind of under her breath goes, "I will follow them from the air." Yeah, I will follow you. <laughs> so Dallas is going to follow in bird or vampire for raven form, okay? And and Yulva is going to follow a bird while obfuscated. The things that you say when playing vampire. <laughs> Not expecting to say that sentence when I woke up this morning. So let's see, Dallas, if you're going to follow, you go somewhere relatively private and give me a rouse check to change your form. One success. Oh, there we go. You've got a success. So you shape shift and you do not get hungrier. And you 
follow the lupines. And Ilva, you are trying to keep your eyes on the raven. And so you follow them. I mean, they, they leave the city. Uh, once they get into a wooded enough area, you actually see that they shapeshift into wolves and run out into the forest and get lost in the underbrush. You cannot pursue at this time. But you are both on the edges of the city. Uh, I guess the, you know, Yulva, you come up to the, the city's edge and you see there's like a raven perched on a branch there, which you assume is Dallas, because, you know, that's the raven you've been following. She's very floofed up at the moment, like all of her feathers just completely are bristling like the fucking... That is not good. A very fluffy, angry raven. This isn't good. No, this is not good at all. We want to we want to tell Joe and probably Prince that there are lupines in the area. The raven kind of just croaks out an affirmative. So, since you have lost your quarry, are you two going to be returning back to the club and discuss next steps with Elsa? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Right. So we'll just do a quick jump to that, uh, Elsa. The, the party has been really swinging. It was a very lovely night. It is at the point where things are starting to die down. People are starting to leave. The club's still open, but you now have time to talk to the rest of your coterie. And let's go. All right, everyone out, including you. I know, I know, it's it's gonna be okay. You know, I'm like calming down. You know, people. We're having discussions about the wall, and everyone's on on. They're you know having goosebumps and nervous and stuff. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Come back whenever you feel like it. It'll be okay. And then she shuts the door. Okay, so what the fuck happened? Werewolves got into the club, apparently. Duh. The back door. And then he's just from the back room. You hear, what? It's Peter. Say, say werewolves? Uh, no, nine. Nine, nine. Uh, we're talking about uh, the f- uh, uh, Some, I went and saw a horror movie. Yeah, American Werewolf in London. Oh, is that any good? I heard it was good. Oh, so good. It was very good. Lovely. Oh, man, I gotta go check that out. Yeah, here's some money. Go see it. <laughs> Miss Elsa, it's four o'clock in the morning. You know when I when I mean this yeah. During tomorrow, go see it with Donna. He takes the money, it's like, okay, I'll I'll take Anna to the movies. Do it. I don't care. Um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, should we go upstairs or is it okay down here? Yeah, no, let's go upstairs. Okay, yeah, we're go. all going to go upstairs. All right, so you guys go upstairs, and where are y'all having this little chat? Whose room are you chatting in? In the main bedroom. Okay, the, the fake bedroom that you have for the company? The fake bedroom, yeah. Okay. All right, so you go and just have a sit down and, and chat about the events of tonight. So, go ahead. Right. Are you both okay? I'm fine. I did not enjoy having two strangers just invade my club like that. And that girl really pissed me off. 
And Ilva, are you okay? Because other than them wanting to maim me and maul me and probably pull me apart and then play with my remains and then wolf form like little puppies, I am okay. Uh, why Why can they smell you, but they can't smell me or Elsa? Um, I, I know why. I, just a hunch. If it is because I live in the sewer, I take baths. I might just have a hunch, but uh, it's because we were blessed by Sister Tremia. Probably. I think it is uh, more having to do with my age and what I have done. I have, uh, there are things I'm not proud of. There are things that we all do that we are not proud of. You are young fledglings. You still feel remorse for everything. When you not get to everything. be, yes, not everything, but when you get to be older, the much older are kinder the less like you they are. They do not care anymore. They forget what it means to be human. They um, give in to the beast more and more. That is what they sense in us. That is what they didn't sense in you. You both do not have a communication and knowledge of your beast like I do. That's scary considering how often I speak to mine. Speaking is different than giving in to. Ah. So, what now? Because we almost had two douchebags come into my club and almost kill the people. I am trying to run a party for the people of Heidelberg so that they can calm down after the wall has fallen. And I... Well, to be fair, Novel Masquerade was breached. Nobody noticed. They all left quietly. I think we did pretty good. They did seem to be concerned about the fact that humans could see them. When they were up on the roof, they did want... They did mention keeping the humans out of everything. So uh, it does seem at least that they didn't want to hurt any of the people so that's good uh us is a problem and the fact that they're getting their entire pack is an issue um yilva said we should probably let the prince and joe know i'm going to be going to joe's party tomorrow so i can let her know then about this um yilva uh, joe's throwing a party at high beast and arcs only all right, I will attend the movement party. It is short to uh, jump bones. I'm not, I'm trying to work on the American slang. It's not working. Yeah, about that. Uh, apparently, someone hypnotized a man and he walked into my club and he repeated messages back to me. Uh, and he didn't know where he was, but the messages was uh, that I'm invited to a Berlin Wall party 
at Schloss, um, which now that you mentioned Heidi's, I don't know which one I want to go to, uh, simply because Saswi talked about me being the Camarilla, uh, but hmm. Now I'm confused. Mm. Go to party at the hotel. Play kissy face with Prince and everyone. Let Prince know we have wolf problem. Prince will look at you with favor. And something we can use later. It's important. At least one of us needs to go there to keep up appearances. Yeah, true. Hmm. Do give Joel my best. Sure, um, we'll do. Let her know I'm still still with the movement. Joe, Joe knows that you were talking about playing both sides for the movement. So, but I'll make sure she knows. Okay, well, I guess I'll go to the posse exactly in distress. So. Uh, yeah, I'll let the prince know. This should be interesting. Both sides know that there's lupines in the city now. Hmm. Well, they will tomorrow. Yeah. And we better hurry. Lupines and like us have ability to go out in day. True facts. Oh my god. Okay, well, the party's over. And I guess I should start cleaning up the club. Um, but what are you two going to do? I'm going to enjoy my own life and take a very nice nap because I'm not dead today. That is a win. We did not die. They did not get us. Congratulations. Danke. Oh. I that that was scary. I mm, I don't know how I feel about that yet. To be honest, I didn't think it would work. The whole uh, me neither. She me neither. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you rather me let them uh, hurt Delis? I thought we had it covered, but apparently not. I'm pretty sure to get it broken me like a toothpick. He was mad strong, and I am not hard to break. Speaking of uh, fights, Dallas, um, I wanted to ask you something. Don't you have enough partners? <laughs> so funny. Um, I was wondering if you could teach me how to fight. Yes, I will. Teach First you how to lesson: fight. duck. <laughs> Did she really? Do you really punch me? Yova, Yova throws like a very exaggerated fake punch. Oh no, I'm defenseless. Really, <laughs> I'm not. I told you first lesson, duck. You She's not duck. wrong. She's not wrong. Learning how to take a punch is definitely going to be lesson number one. Yeah, I suppose, but you know, whenever you have time to teach me a few things, I would appreciate it. Uh, 
if it's going to help in the coming months. Yes. Yes, it will. Right. I better get back to my haven. I uh, left Stella there, and she does not like it when they leave her alone with uh, a certain rap keeping her company. It has uh, been bothering her quite a bit. Uh, Elsa? Yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, Dallas is going to sweep Elsa's leg and catch her right before she hits the ground. <laughs> Lesson number one. Always keep them guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't let anybody know what you're going to do before you do it. And uh, Elsa, before she's let up, is like, you know, I like you in Sisfio. She winks at her. Easy tiger. And then Dallas drops her. <laughs> I was this close to saying Dallas drops her. <laughs> no, but she thought you wouldn't do that because you are in a very nice dress and she knows how much that dress cost you. The Infane podcast is a proud member of the Nerdsmith Network. Visit nerdsmith.org for all of your nerdy entertainment needs.